16 through 18. Some of what we're going to read this morning, though short, is an amazing, powerful promise. So let's listen up. Then those who feared the Lord talked with each other, and the Lord listened, and he heard. A scroll of remembrance was written in his presence concerning those who feared the Lord and honored his name. On the day when I act, says the Lord Almighty, they will be my treasured possession. I will spare them just as a father has compassion and spares his son who serves him. And you will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who do not. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thank you. You may be seated. I'm going to see if you can finish this phrase. If I don't write it down, I'll... <laughs> How true is that, right? How true is that? One of the top five things that almost every multimillionaire or billionaire does is write things down. Interesting fact, isn't it? Interesting fact. How many of you ever kept a diary? Yeah. That's for the ladies. Guys, how many kept a log? Yeah, see, not one guy goes, I kept a diary. <laughs> right? But keeping a diary, why, did, why, do we, why do we do that? Why would we write some things down? And part of it is just because sometimes there's nobody else really to talk to but yourself. Right? So you have to write your thoughts down. Sometimes we write things down to remember them. Sometimes we write things down because it's important and we want to have a record of it. We write things down so that we have it, so that we don't forget it. I brought some of my journals today. That's what these are. I have eight more at home. Started in 97. Just writing. Writing what? I didn't even know where to start. Just writing. <clears throat> But I took it from a standpoint of there's things that impacted me. It started off with just writing some scripture references down. And then I thought, well, you know what, I really need to remember these. So instead of writing the references, I started writing the references and the verses. And now I go back to them. Learn them. Memorize them. And, and still, after three and a half years, I, I don't just spout off scripture references. I didn't really remind them, but I certainly got the concepts of what God's talking about in the Bible, and I know where they are. Not specifically, but I know where they are. That came from writing them down. That came from journaling. Here's your sermon in a sentence. Write it down. Write it down. Journaling, though not necessarily talked about in the Bible specifically as far as journaling is concerned, 
writing things for remembrance is. Right? That's why we have the Bible, because they wrote it down. Pretty simple concept, but at the same time, it's like, oh, okay, well, you know what, that makes sense. There's some things that, that I know, or some principles that I've been told or given that I want to pass along, right? How many of you know, the, like the phrases and stuff that we talk about during services, you're like, oh yeah, my dad said that. Or my grandmother always used to say, or right? It's all of these things. We live off of remembrance, do we not? We would try to remember everything, birthdays, anniversaries, you name it. And how many times have we all said, I wish I would have written that down? We get there. But a discipline or a tool for us to use in this trade of being a Christian and becoming more righteous is journaling. It's writing these things down. Journaling is for godliness. It brings us closer to Him. Here's our hymnal. Okay? In the back of our hymnal are prayers. Okay? Prayers for confession. Prayers for assurance. Understanding that we are pardoned from our sin. Written down. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, in word, and in deed. By what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. And we are truly sorry as we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us. That we may delight in your will, walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. It's a pretty good prayer when you've messed up, isn't it? Guess what? A man wrote that. No different than you. So as my journaling continued, I went from writing down scriptures and what they meant to me and how important they were to me to prayers. Tough situations that were happening in my life. That I really didn't even know what to pray. And the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit knows what we need to pray and He prays on our behalf. But there's other times when you stop and you are still and you're quiet and the situation that you're dealing with is so powerful and so strong within your own heart that you have to let it out somehow. And so you can start writing. Grab a pen and a piece of paper. And you start working through your thoughts in what I want to tell God or what I'm asking. What am I really asking for here? What's the thing I should be asking for? Start writing it. In the quiet, in the stillness. You know a lot of psalms are prayers. They're just they're prayers. David is just dumping his heart out to God. 
on a piece of paper. And as I have worked through those things, and I've worked through those prayers, even about Julie and I wanting to have children, and year after, well, started month after month, God, here's my heart. Unashamedly, brutally honest, here's where I'm at, and as I am off-center and off the path that I'm supposed to be on, fix me. All in ink. Months goes to years. Prayers get even more passionate. Why? Because as I'm writing these things down, I'm realizing that, you know what, I can really open up to my dad. I can really just put it out there. And the whole time, I'm getting closer to him and closer to him. Godliness. Righteousness. All of the things that I would write down that I knew I needed to face and I knew I needed to ask for forgiveness for, stripped away, cleaned up, burned off, and I end up becoming this person that God designed me to be. With a pen and a piece of paper. So my, at first, my journals were small. Then they got bigger because I had more to say. And I filled them up. And I filled them up. And then they became a picture of my journey. Something, and you guys know, I'm visual, right? I, I need something visual. So I get my first one, leather bound. Gold edged papers. Not real gold, just, you know. Why? Because the things in here God was going to turn into His glory. As messed up as they were, as difficult as they were, the gold reminded me of that. Then I end up with this traveling thing that's rough. Really journey looking to me, personally. There's some tough times in here. This is the one I'm working in now. Wood cover. Isn't that cool? Spine. Because it's about me being His created. What He's designing me into. But I go from writing the scriptures, still do to this day, writing my prayers, a concept that they're crafted, like lawyers craft documents, right? Specific language to make sure your bases are covered, to make sure everything is in there that needs to be in there. And it's the same way with our prayers. If I take the time to really listen to what God wants me to pray back to Him, according to His will, it tells us in 1 John 5, then my prayers are His heart for me. Do you know what that means? 
That means that when I pray those prayers that He's given me, that it is a guarantee, 100% chance, that they will be answered. Because I'm praying His heart. Am I not? Does it take practice to get there? Absolutely. But it's listening. It's writing down His communication with you. You ever get a phone call from a friend of yours that said, Hey man, I just want to talk to you. Does that happen? I hope it does. But do you know what I'm talking about? Sometimes somebody will just call you, and they just want to talk to you, they just want to hear your voice. You know God's like that? With you. Hey, I just want to talk to you. You know what? Grab your journal. Start writing. But it's interesting, and that concept, that whole concept is interesting. Because God pursues us. He wants to talk to you. He wants to be involved with your life. He wants to share things with you. He wants to give you wisdom just like you got from your grandmother or your grandfather or your mom or your dad. He wants to give you wisdom to live by. Write it down. Writing these things down helps you process, doesn't it? You know when you get to sit down and you start writing? Or maybe you get to... Talk to somebody that is your other half or the person you bounce things off of or is your sounding board. And the more you talk about things, the more things seem to make sense. The reality of what you're facing starts coming into view, right? That's God. That's a journal. That's a piece of all of my journals are more conversations than ever. So that's why, I don't know if you guys have ever seen, I, I carry these pens that have four colors. You ever seen those? Click, 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 click. Okay, here's the two colors I wear out the fastest. You want to guess? Black, because that's what I write in. But red, because of the red letters of Christ. So you can look through my journals and there's conversations. Because i got to talk to you about this. I need to understand how do you see this? What's a promise that you can give me in my situation that's going to help build my faith to go from this point to this point? And not just build my faith, but allow me to walk steadfast, firm, confidently, boldly. Journal. Doesn't have to be in a book. My note section, full. I can't tell you how many times I'm driving to wherever and it starts coming. I pull the side of the road. Click, 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 click. Notes, notes, notes. Text it to myself, whoever may need to get it. Email myself so I won't lose it. All of those things. Why? Because God and what He is sharing with me about my life or a situation I'm in or my purpose in encouraging somebody else is that important. I have a running journal on my computer. Yep, black and red. 
date. Here's what the conversation's about. And then here we go. Here's this little piece of paper. See this? I got this piece of paper March 7th, 2006. And you can start going through this piece of paper April 12th, 2012. Scripture reference. Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. Somebody sent it to me. Steve. My little piece of paper that I've held on to for this many years. And it's little sections of just everything. Dates. Scripture references. People. Even different things like, here's one. January 26, 2007. Wherever I run across the word chosen in the Bible is me. I'm chosen. What a confidence builder to someone who didn't think they're worthy. That's God speaking to me. So I keep that in my Bible. This is my little journal. But it's things to remind me. You know, when we take time to really think and process what we're dealing with before God, not just before God, with God, it quiets our heart. There's a stillness that's in that. And a stillness that He can work through. Other things that can be in your journals, your dreams... And I mean that from two sides. One, the dreams that we have, literally. Write them. They will speak more to you about what God's doing in your life than you would ever imagine. Not all of them. Sometimes it is the pizza that you had the night before. You know? But there's other things that God does speak to us through dreams and visions. Dreams just as a point of teaching. Dreams is what you have at night, okay? But there's times that we have visions, like we would call daydreaming. Like you're thinking about a situation, and all of a sudden this movie starts running in your head, and these pictures and these people, that's a vision. Vision, daytime. Dreams at night. But write them down. But then also, what are your dreams? What are the things in your heart that you're like, man, if I could do this, I would do this, 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 and this. Or I would always, I've always wanted to do or be X, Y, Z. You know, those dreams come from someplace. And nine times out of ten, it's God whispering in your ear, that's what I created you to do. The reason we don't follow them is because it seems impossible. The reason it's probably God is because God is the God of the impossible. He will do with you what you would never, ever imagine that you could do yourself. If it's too much for you, it's probably God. Write them down. Keep a log of them. Notes. I shared some of those. Prayer requests, prayers, and answers. Testimonies. Stories. Things that have happened in your life or that you've heard about that impact you. Writing those things down actually helps train your eyes to start to see them even more. 
the other day, man, I would love to have a Coke. I think I'm going to go down to McDonald's. Go down to McDonald's, pull up to pay. The lady says, the lady in front of you paid for your drink. I'm like, that is so awesome. That is amazing. And she's like, sir, it's $1.07. I'm like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it was for me. Because I'm chosen. I'm sure the lady at the checkout at, at McDonald's is still talking about it. But that's okay. Because I get to see that happen. Tell stories. Did that just encourage you? See? $1.07, and I got a Coke out of it. But it's encouraging, and we get to experience those things, and we get to share them. But if we don't write them down, then we're missing out on even more. I know I've shared this before, but there's going to come a point in time when my kids are going to read through my journals. And I'm excited about that. Because the things and the stories and all that I have and the things that I've shared and I do share are in there. And my kids are going to get to see that dad was a little off his rocker maybe, but he believed. And I want to believe and have the relationship with this same God that my dad did because he's so real. And He meets me where I'm at. And He walks with me through the hard times. And He has fun with it. There was another thing. When I, when I was first journaling, had a guy walk into the soup kitchen that we were running down in North Carolina, and he hands me a Frisbee. Have I told you this story? And I'm like, Frisbee? I have got to get this ministry up and running. There are people that need food, and you're walking in here with a Frisbee? And he's like, yeah, God told me to tell you to have fun. Hmm. At that point in time, I was still coming out of an idea that you don't smile in church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, blew that door out off, didn't I? <laughs> right off the hinges. <clears throat> but it was about that. You know, God created me and my personality. And I enjoy laughing. I enjoy having a good time. If I don't, How does God feel about that? As a parent or as someone who is a discipler and you're pouring your life into someone else and you see who they are, you see the potential of who they are, and you understand their character, and if they're not living up to it, what does it do to your heart? Oh, man, if you would just... You have so much more. There is so much more that you could be. There's so much many more things that you could do. There's so much more that you could enjoy. And God's like, Ian, go have fun. I've called you to do some work. Yes. I've called you to live through some heavy things. Have fun. Be you. Don't change who you are to try to fit the things around you. Be who you are so that I look at you and smile and know that you're doing it. But see, these are a lot of things that we face. 
and we face internally, and we try to process it in our own minds, when the whole time it's really an invitation for God to go, come on, come have a conversation with me. Write it down. Let's talk. So how did I start writing in red? That's really not the question. Here's the question. How did I believe that what I was sensing, hearing, or understanding in my own mind was God and not somebody else? To start writing in red took... Uh, that, that was a little hard. Who am I to say this is God saying this to me? If you spend enough time with someone, you know their voice, right? We've talked a little bit about this. Just like if you had a thought run through your head right now, you could be like, that was the enemy, right? It's almost like we know the the thoughts of the enemy more than we know the thoughts of God. We can kind of categorize them more quickly, can't we? It started for me with believing that I, believing that God was hearing what I was asking. God, I have this situation. I'm not sure how to respond to it. How do you think I should handle it? And then we start processing. Well, you know what? I can do this and this and this and this. Well, God, I'm not sure that that's you. Well, didn't you just ask for him to speak to you? Didn't you just ask for his wisdom? Yes. Do you think he's going to throw you a curveball just to watch you sweat? No. He's going to answer you. Now, granted, there are times when my kids ask me questions and I kind of throw them a curveball because I like to watch them sweat. But, you know, that's just, ha that's just having fun, right? But no, the on you know, to be really honest, if somebody comes up to you and they're going to ask you a serious question about what's going on in their life, are you going to answer them or are you going to jerk their chain? You're going to answer them, right? Honestly. Because you see the position of, your, of their heart, you understand how important it is to them by the expression on their face. You're reading everything about them down to their body language, and you want to give them truth and wisdom to help them. That's your father. So my first step was writing things in blue, because I wasn't quite ready to put the red down on the paper yet. I'm learning. And I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to be wrong. You know, there's things that God shares with me that I'm supposed to share with other people. And it is always starts with, take this to the Lord and pray over it. Because if I've missed it, then I don't want to be a stumbling block. I want to help you. But as I understand and learn God's voice better and better, and the thoughts that come to my mind that match up with the peace and the stillness and the joy. Remember, all those things are God, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, meekness, which is authority under control, goodness, right? That's all God. So as those thoughts come into my mind and my heart begins to feel those things, 
Pretty good indication that's God talking, isn't it? And so then I start writing. And you write, and you put down the things that he shares with you. Just thoughts. And then it gets to the point where you go, well, you know what, God, okay, I wrote these things down. It's a big step for me. I wrote these things down. Now I'm going to ask you to confirm them. Bring it back around. And so as, these, as we take these steps, what it's doing is building your faith to know how God communicates with you. And you write those things down. And then you see that what He has shared with you is right. And it has benefited you. And it's leading you down the right path. It's encouraging you. And then you have another issue come up. What are you going to do? Go back to the one that gave you all the really great information that helped you through what you just faced? Yeah. You start wearing out a path, going back to Him and going back to Him and building that relationship. Here's some of the values of journaling. It brings about encouragement in the dry times. You ever been in a position where you're just like, man, I'm feeling like I'm in a desert right now. I'm not hearing anything. There's no streams of water flowing. It is just lonely out here. You been there? Yep. Pick this up. October 29, 2000. God opened the door for Saving Grace Ministries. That's the ministry that I was running down in North Carolina. To be presented at Grace Community Church with Reverend Brad Talley. The church was very responsive to what God was doing in our area. And it's possible that they're seeing God's call on their church to be involved. How amazing is that? Several women talked to me about a home for unwed mothers, an adoption agency, two more areas that God is laying before us. Praise Him, also an older gentleman gave us $10 to help feed needy families. How amazing it is to watch God work. Do you have any idea the video and the memories and the sense that just strikes my heart when I read that? Man, I remember that like it was yesterday. 22 years ago. Your dry times. Your dry times go away when you are able to reference what God has done. It brings us reminders. The scriptures that need to stay before us. The dreams and the visions that we've had that God can remind us of. You know what, Ian? This isn't over. It's not over. I'm still at work. Let me encourage you. It helps us in meditation. Writing, downs, writing down our thoughts helps our hearts and mind get focused and stay focused. It brings further attention to the things that God is doing currently in your life. And it helps keeps us prioritized. Helps keeps us focused. These are the things that God is working on me with.
Sometimes we can understand that God wants us to work on patience. But then we kind of get off course, don't we? Yeah, well, I'm not going <laughs> to... I've been working on that thing for two days, man. I'm going to take a break. <laughs> no. You know what? Keep your feet to the fire. But these, this reminds you to push, to stay on it, to keep moving, to write these things down. I'll leave you with this. Habakkuk 2.2 Then the Lord said to me, Write the vision plainly on tablets so that the runner can carry it to others. Journaling is not just about us, but it certainly helps us develop a relationship with God that takes us beyond what we have. Just like fasting, just like time in prayer, just like reading your Bible, all of these work together to build godliness in us. But to take it in what God is sharing with you and to write it down is of great benefit, not just to you, but those who are up and coming. Father, I thank you for our time together. I thank you for opening our hearts and our minds to something maybe new, something different. Lord, I just thank you for it. And I thank you, God, just for sharing with us out of your word. Malachi talks about a scroll of remembrance was written in your presence. And Father, that's what a journal is. It's something that's written for our remembrance on many, many fronts. But it's written in your presence. And Father, it's things written of you and what you share with us and your wisdom and how much you love us and how much you want us to understand more about ourselves that we're loved, chosen, unique, and special, and that you're there with us. Father, encourage us to pursue you as you are pursuing us. Father, you invite us into times with you because you love us so greatly. And Father, may we just step in to that relationship with you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. For our closing hymn, please stand and turn in your red hymnals to page 451.